All right, everybody, thank you for jumping on with us for our Monday morning Jumpstart podcast. We're excited to continue to bring value to you and try to help you through um, the nooks, valleys, and peaks of your production career. I do believe that there's a point where this becomes automatic and you have the decision at that point to keep driving it or do less to make it to make the thermometer come back to the temperature you're used to. Our goal is to try to help you understand the value in bringing it every week for you and your family so you can do the things you want to do with your life. Um, I got my good friend and just complete killer, uh, Garrett Duway, with me, VP of FFL Precision, um, you know, Hall of Fame producer and doing his numbers every single month, helping 40 families a month. So he certainly qualified. To help us on this. Um, Jared, how we doing, my guy? Doing great, Mark. Thanks for having me. You're getting real good at my last name, that's for sure, man. Thanks. I love Duway. <laughs> love Duway. 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 Um, you know that's right. Dude, you have one of the best accents I've ever heard in my entire... I mean, I swear. Some people laugh at my laugh. I laugh at your accent because the way you put your words just excite me. I don't know why. But, I mean, it's just you got a great great, great um, Louisiana accent. It's so unique to me. So um, always get a kick out of that. But how you doing, buddy? Doing well, man. Just grinding, grinding, uh, nonstop, close out the year big. You know, we've already crossed the uh, Hall of Fame this year, so I've already oh, man. beat my goal from last year. So uh, we're trying to get to the goal this year. So Makes sense, dude. And we're in the fourth quarter, finishing strong. You understand that very well. Um, you have done, this is, you know, your second year of putting up Hall of Fame numbers, and um, you understand what that's done. Let's start from there. What has the consistency, Garrett, done for you and your family over the course of these last two years? Well, that's a loaded question, but uh, it's done enough to where, you know, times from the last two years to now, from what I was doing before, my life did a complete 180. Um, I never knew I'd be in this field, number one. Number two, I never knew I'd be successful at it, much less. And then uh, what we're doing, I mean, it's just, I really, it's still uh, hard to fathom for me, to be honest with you. Um, I'm able to, I mean, not to brag about anything, but I'm able to retire my wife last year and open her up her own tanning salon and clothing boutique where That's she awesome. no longer has to in the field, and she runs a business out of our office. You know, and it's pretty awesome that we get to work together every day. Uh, we got to have a new baby, you know, um, paid off a lot of bills that were weighing down due to the pandemic from us that uh, we thought we'd never catch up from, from being laid off from my job at the time. And from mm. the jumpstart two years later, um, I found that consistency, and it makes life pretty consistent if it make, that makes sense because I'm doing the same things day in and day out. So my life is really structured now instead of being all over the place wondering where we're going, what we're doing, uh, will this week pay out like last week. Uh, I don't have to worry about that, knock on wood, uh, by being consistent, you know. And I think that's what this business is about is creating that consistent life structure. And by doing that, it allowed me to stay on the Hall of Fame track because I have numbers that I know I want to hit, I know I need to hit. So if I don't hit them, that's because I'm not being consistent. So 
uh, there's a, a, a actually a saying I heard about that yesterday is uh, becoming incredibly inconsistent at being inconsistent, you create failure. So that's when you're up, you're down, you're up, you're down, you're consistently doing that. And I was like, I will not do that. So, yeah, I developed a way to become consistent, Mark, and uh, it's changed our life for the better here in the last two years, you know, first two years, two years back-to-back Hall of Fame. Um, I just chalk it all up to doing my job. It's very simple, going to work. I love you. I love that. I mean, that's the greatest line in the history of mankind. I just chalk it all up to doing my job, <laughs> going to work. You know that's right. What a concept. I mean, what a concept, right? I mean, and it's not complicated, bro, but we're trying every day to help people understand the simplicity of it. I'm going to need your help today on that. Can you get into some of your process? Um, you're in the field every single week. What is your schedule in the field? Let's talk about your lead spend, what you're doing with that, and how you how you view the phones and attacking the phones. All right. So um, just I'll do it by month breakdown real quick just to make it a little bit easier for myself. Uh, so this isn't to scare anybody, uh, but I spend upwards to six to $8,000 uh, a month on leads uh, because okay. I know what I'm going to make. Obviously, you know, I protect 40-plus families a month. By doing so, I'm going to take that bet every day, and I think anybody would. Not saying you have to come out of the gates doing that, but that also keeps me consistent as well. So with the leads that I do have between the six to eight thousand a month that I spend on them, uh, I'm doing mostly mortgage protection uh, in my evening times. So anywhere between three to eight, I usually book three to four mortgage appointments a day, uh, and I dial every single day. I do not do a Monday dial day. I dial Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and I set at least three to four appointments every day for those days. And Friday, like today, I'm going to dial for my Sunday and Monday. Um, I decided to close out the fourth quarter by working at least uh, two to three appointments every Sunday just for me um, because I, I have a goal to meet and I'm going to be right at it. So, uh, But during the day, so I'll, I'll, get a, I'll get here Monday morning, fresh start um, from about 8, to 11, uh, I'll set my three to four appointments. Now, these I'm not just quick setting my appointments either. I'm talking to these mortgage appointments uh, and really getting into the nitty-gritty of what we're going to do. So basically all I'm doing is showing up to write an app. I haven't been declined anything here in the last two weeks, basically. Um, so it, it keeps me really focused on my dial and being really focused on exactly what I'm going to help these clients with. And they know exactly why I'm going there and what we're going to do when I get there so there's no surprises. So I get to know my clients very well. And the ones that are not, not to be rude or not players, I, I, I kind of just hand them off because I don't want to sit there for one hour and we're nitpicking back and forth if we're going to get this or not. I've already created right. why you need this. So I set really high-quality mortgage appointments in the morning. And then from my 12 to 2, uh, I'm doing Facebook leads, um, and I'm doing one called Closes on Those. Um, so, you know, those run me because I'm running my own personal ads. Uh, $8 per lead, I spend $700 a month because it's a $25 a day limit, and I protected 15 families from that. So if you're not doing something like that, I strongly suggest, I mean, that's a very low-cost system to make a, a big impact, and I'm only doing that part-time. 
So uh, I'm running a hybrid system throughout the day. And then from my noon, like I said, to three, if I don't have enough uh, Facebook leads, I'm recruiting. Uh, but I try to do my recruiting three days a week on my own, and I have a recruiter also dialing every day. So I'm doing interviews throughout the day as well. So my calendar, as we always like to say, Mark, uh, no white space, there's no white space. Uh, <laughs> so that that keeps us busy every day. So that's my month in and month out, and I'm a non-negotiable on all of it. So all my agents that work with us in Precision know I set non-negotiables. They always brag about, Gary, why, how you hold yourself to those non-negotiables? Because that non-negotiable, brother, is very easy to do so. I don't get a say-so anymore. You know, this is my life right now. So, uh, yeah, man, we're just keeping it about 22 appointments uh, in the home a week and about 8 to 10 appointments throughout the telesales process during the week as well. Wow. Okay. I love that. Um Love that. Very structured, very structured, very um, methodical approach to consistency, which is what you are. You're very, very consistent. Um, what do you think it, t- it took to build up that consistency? What do you think it took? If I'm a new agent, I go, man, Gary, you're so consistent every month. How did you build that up? All right. So this is going to shock a lot of people. I actually came in being consistent <laughs> because I did what I was taught. Okay, I was coachable. So when I came in, I had my mentors and uplines above me, and I said, how do I protect 10 families a month? I mean, a week, because that was what I was brought in, 10 families a week. I was like, how do I do that? You need 20 to 30 appointments. I said, okay, simple enough. So there I just dialed the phone, dialed the phone until I had my 20-something appointments to 30 appointments a week. And from there I developed, uh, developed that consistency. Uh, and not everybody comes in hot like I did, protecting 20 families a month and never did less. It's just because I did what I was told to do and taught to do, and that was have 20 to 30 appointments a week. And uh, from there, I wouldn't stop dialing. I didn't care how much the leads were. I didn't care what type of leads they were, if they were age, new. They're all new to me because I've never dialed them yet, so I'm treating every Mm. one of them the same. I'm breaking them into 25 uh, per stack. That way I don't kill myself. But I would literally dial and not ever – it's easy now for me, knock on wood, because I got really good at it. But I would dial for 10, 12 hours a day. People didn't get to see that part of Gary Dewey back right. in the day. <laughs> but I would dial for 10 to 12 hours a day. I didn't have an office. I locked myself up in the in my living room. I made my own little office in there. And I would just dial, 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 dial. And that's back when my wife was working. Kids were at school. Um, but I wouldn't stop dialing until I would have 15 to 20 appointments a week. Now, that was when I was doing a traditional Monday dial. I would set 10 appointments for Tuesday, Wednesday, and then the Thursday dial set 10 appointments for Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. But I would never stop. Uh, I remember my first interview I ever did with Rob, and he said, you remember what you told me, Garrett, on uh, how many leads it takes you to get to 20 appointments? I said, no, man, that was a long time ago. He said, it doesn't matter how many leads it takes. It matters how you get to your appointment. So if you're new coming into this, Mark, you really have to buy into the dialing. And I'd rather a new agent, to be honest with you, get their teeth kicked in on the phone for a week straight 
but take pride in the small wins. You know, you might have dialed 30 to set one appointment. Well, now we know we're going to have to triple that to get three appointments. It's fine. Get your teeth kicked in, but those three that you set are going to be the greatest three appointments that you're going to have for your first few appointments because now you're getting the experience. And then it's going to start coming easier. You're going to learn your objections and rebuttals. You're going to learn these things. So I'd rather get an agent who will crush it on the phone or put in the hours and work uh, and get their teeth kicked in. They're going to uh, genuinely respect this a little bit more and, and do a better job, to be honest with you. That's what I believe because that's that's just the, what our lifeline is. 90% of our business you still have to dial. I don't care if you're doing texts and emails. To make a sale, that's a portion of what you're doing. You have to dial the phone, and that's what we need to do. And, uh, so if you're good at dialing the phone, you will be successful. If you suck at dialing the phone, keep dialing the phone. You will get good. I love it, and that is very strong advice. Um, now, your goal with your appointment count and getting out there, what would you say on average a week is your show ratio from the people that you set appointments with? So now last week uh, I did my, – my wife had the mommy makeover, so my schedule was a little bit, but I'll go off of that. So last week, just because of the mommy makeover, uh, from Thursday I didn't have any appointments, but Friday I had five. I seen all five. I sold all five. Saturday, took care of the wife. I had three in the evening, went to three, sold two. The next Sunday I booked three appointments, sold all three. Um, so just just a half a week. I've got no show by none of those. Um, so my show ratio is probably 90%. Um, I did have one this Monday come. We had to reschedule for Thursday because I was running late because my clients were unhealthy and they failed to tell. They were healthy over the phone, Mark. They wasn't healthy when I got in the house, if that makes sense. Mm. They forgot yeah, a few sure. things. So, so uh, <laughs> I was late to my appointment, and uh, she left the house to go get food. And it was already an 8 o'clock appointment, so I didn't get there till 8.30. And when I got there, she mm-hmm. wasn't home. And she was like, oh, my God, I thought you wasn't coming. I left, and we were scheduled a Thursday. And so uh, I met with them yesterday and uh, sold the his and hers. So my show ratio by dialing every day alleviates a lot of the no-shows because mm. it's the very next day I'm coming to see you. Uh, now, that schedule may not be for everybody, but that's what works for me. But it's fresh on their mind every day. Now, if you're running a full day like you should be, if you're brand new, running 10 appointments a day, you can't dial every day. Uh, now, that also, to piggyback on that, if you're new and you don't have 10 appointments a day, you need to be dialing every day. Because if this was a 9 to 5, you don't get a day off just because you don't have your appointments, you know. So you have to be dialing every day. Um, but on those on those appointments that I'm running 22 a week, on average, one may no show, and it's usually a reschedule, not really a, a no show. So uh, it, it keeps me very consistent with that, man. And I'm having good conversations. That's the thing. I'm talking to these people four, five, six, seven minutes. Uh, I'm not just, hey, you live at one, two, three Main Street. Great, I'm gonna be there with the phone to go over it. See you then. Okay, okay, green car, perfect. Thanks, bye. No, I'm getting to know everything over the phone, and so that they know why I'm coming over there is high intent. They wouldn't miss their cable or Wi-Fi appointment. They wouldn't miss the doctor's appointment, and this appointment's way this appointment's way more important than those. So I'm creating that urgency for them, and they know I'm coming there. There's nothing about it that's going to change that. So uh, 
I became pretty assertive as well. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And that's that's huge as far as your ability to because you're not gonna like I tell people all the time all the time, I'm not setting appointments for eight, ten, twelve hours and not going out there, you know, protecting families and picking up checks. That's never gonna happen. Like Oh, one hundred percent. Because sometimes you'll talk to new agents and it's like I set six appointments and everyone no shows. I'm like, what? Or I couldn't, you know, I'm not a clerk. I'm not walking around like I'm not driving around to see the to see the streets. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? If you got Can you talk about that mindset? Go ahead. You. I want you to go yeah, where go you're ahead. going, That's but I want you to dig into that mindset. Yeah, so that, I'm kind of just jumping right into the same thing. So if you have six appointments and you got no show by six. You better be riding around with your leads and knocking on doors. I mean, we can't tell you what to do or make you do anything because I love that we're independent here. But we also tell people to be independent here. You have to have that strong mindset. This is not a job to me. This is a business. It's, I have I depend on this. And so will you when you jump into this head first. You know, you have to do your job. And that means knock on a few doors. Now, if you're strictly remote, you will have to keep buying leads, stop setting appointments, and go to one call closes. If you're like, hey, I set six telesales appointments and nobody answered the phone, well, you better just, while you have them on the phone, cook it while the grease is hot and knock it out <laughs> then and there. It's just not going to happen. So cook it while the grease is hot. You are one of them. Well, <laughs> hey, but it's true. Yes, sir. You got them on the phone already. That's the hardest part, man. So, you know, make it make sense while you have them. Uh, But you have to have that no-quit mentality, especially if you're dependent on this. Um, I took that from day one as this is the new income. I have the ability now to create everything I make a week, a day, a month, and nobody holding me back. Because I used to beg for overtime at my old job. Why wouldn't I take every bit I can now with the freedom for the short term to develop something bigger long term? It just baffles me how people don't capitalize on that. But I have that mindset of this is what it's going to do for me. And I believe if you have that mindset, you will be successful as well. The only thing that's holding you back is you. So what would you do different, you know? Um, but, yeah, man, it, it's not for everybody. <laughs> you know that. But if you're strong yeah. enough and you want to work, I'm going to help everybody out and teach them what I know, you know, and how to do it. We can give them the keys to the car, Mark. We can't make them drive, right? But yeah, sure. with what we know, with what we know, they're going to be able to drive that car, maybe a little slower than us at first, but they will get to where they're going. Um, and so I love, I pride myself on the training that we offer everyone here. Without it, I wouldn't be where I'm at. All you have to do is be coachable. Don't reinvent the wheel. Have a strong mindset. Have that no for an answer mentality. You will not take no. Uh, and cooking it while the grease is hot, you're going to be successful, I promise. You know? If you don't do those yep. things, you may. <laughs> no doubt. Talk to me a little bit about your in-home, in-home approach and how you're, you know, doing what's necessary to help the client get the life insurance. Oh, yeah, that's that part's easy, man. That's the easiest part of this job is getting to know people. Um, 
So all mm-hmm. I do is I'm really blunt uh, in a home. I'm real assertive in a home. You fill this form out. Uh, I'm here to do my job because you needed for you filled this out for a reason. Number one. So I'm going to get to know them. I want to know their names because I'm going to say their name a lot in the house. I'm also going to say their beneficiary name. Everybody loves to hear their own name. So I'm going to Bob, Mary, how we doing, where we working, when we're retiring. I'm going to create a lot of small talk to get to know these people. And then that's only going to take about five to seven minutes. You know, we're going to get to, they're going to get to know me as well. Hey, I got five kids, brand new baby, restarted. Yeah, everybody laughs. Uh, we, we make a good time. All right. I said, now I'm here to get down to business. Like I told you over the phone, this is what we're going to do today. I lay out the form in front of them. And from there, I'm finding out who filled it out and why, because there was a reason. And from there, I'm going to use that to my advantage. And we're going to go over the financial inventory sheet. Always do that. I don't care if you're, you've been here a day or you've been here five years, do your financial inventory sheet. Um, reason being, you're going to use that the whole time to compare what they may have, what they won't have, what they don't have, what they need. Um, I'm going to go back and figure it all out for them. Hey, this makes sense for you today. This is what we're going to do. We're going to put in a request for this amount. We're only going to go with half the mortgage today because you have umpteen life insurance policies. You have work insurance. Mm-hmm. You have stock bonds. You have everything. Okay, perfect. And I'm, I'm there for the client because if it doesn't make sense, I'm not going to make them get the highest policy in the world. Or if it, they don't have anything, yes, you're going to get the full mortgage today or you're going to get the full amount of life insurance you're requesting today because you have to have this. Because if you die tomorrow, and I always say they're beneficiary, that person, Bob, will not be taken care of. Mary's going to be sitting here struggling. So this is what we're going to do today. I can't approve you. I'm not the carrier. But what I'm going to do is help you fill out an application. We're going to put that request in today. And then from there, they're going to give us the yes, no, or maybe that we're looking for to know where we stand. Because I can give you a 1,000 quotes, or if you want quotes, go to Google. They they quote as well. I'm a qualifier, so I'm here to qualify you today, not quote you, um, because we mm-hmm. already know what makes so what's more important, the bills that you're paying now that won't pay this house off if you die or this policy that's going to pay your house off if you die. What makes the most sense here? So from there, we're going to do an application. And I, I, to be honest with you, it's great. I feel like right now uh, I'm on top of the world with it because I'm not getting any objections by making it more real in home. Uh, and like mm-hmm. I told you on our previous podcast, I'm becoming a better professional because I'm doing Amen. my work. In home. I've been doing a lot more uh, retirement planning with a lot of folks lately, and that's been helping me a ton get better on the advanced market side. Uh, so I still get to do my traditional life insurance, mortgage protection, final expense, but now I'm also getting into advanced by becoming that better professional. And it's field is OJT, man, it's on-job training. I'm just learning as I go and transitioning my, you know, who I am with it. I love it, man. Well, you're absolutely killing it. Uh, I can't speak enough to what consistency will do for you. I mean, it's probably, if we brought consistency and work ethic together, it's probably the number one skill set that's going to keep you alive in anything. And you're doing that in spades. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see what you're doing for you and your family. I'm proud of you because I know your story and where you came from and where you are now and where you're headed, um, your tenacity and ability to continue to 
you know, push this thing forward for you and your family. I think that those are honorable. Those that might be one of the most honorable skills that anyone could have. Is, you know, I'm gonna fight for my family, and I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. We'll work together through it, but we're gonna make it happen. And that's what you do, bro. So I can't thank you enough for all you do, man. I appreciate you, Mark, and uh, it's always great to talk with you. So I'll see you in December. <laughs> yes, sir. Everybody, let's make it a big week. I know my man Garrett will. So thank you, Garrett, for chipping in. I want to out. Take these notes. Listen to this one over and over again, man. God bless. All right, Mark. Thanks.